we know your daughter poops out small stuffed animals on a regular <laughs> basis, so. I'm not even sure if they're stuffed animals. They may have been real ones. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. Uh, promise I'm not going to just talk about my vacation for the next, like, uh, X number of episodes. But I am this episode, because something else funny happened. So, I mentioned recently, we went to Florida, had a great time, did the Disney stuff. It was great. Did the Universal stuff, also great. And stayed at an Airbnb with my mom and my sisters and all the kids. It was great. And then, by about the second day, some of the shine of the Airbnb started to wear off as we realized... There was no toilet paper in this house. There was, like, each roll was full, but there was no backup. Like, they expected you to make those rolls of toilet paper last. You, 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 you leaned forward like you, like, I've been in this situation, and it is a crime against nature, and I have thoughts. So, go ahead. I mean, no, I haven't been in that exact situation. I mean, I definitely went to, like, a vacation house this past summer. It was a Airbnb situation, and they... They had backup toilet paper. They had toilet paper, but they they had like uh, signs and everything that said like how the sewage system works. Don't, basically, don't have a huge poop and don't flush a lot of toilet paper because <laughs> it will clog and they'll have to call somebody out and they'll it, you'll get added money added on your bill if we have to. So don't do it. So I remember freaking out about every poop I would take after that point. <laughs> <laughs> we know your daughter poops out small stuffed animals on a regular basis so <laughs> i'm not even sure if they're stuffed animals they may have been real ones so... <laughs> dad there's a possum in my poops again <laughs> I, I she she was one i was concerned about but i i mean every single poop i had i was like i, I asked my wife at one point i was like i mean I'm, I'm not freaking out about it but i'm definitely thinking about it should we like <laughs> is there anybody we can contact and be like can you give us a reference size to the poop because and I, we have kids, so we can, you know, put it on them and say, like, my, my kids just poop a lot right now. It's just how they are. And I need to know how big the poop can get because we may have a situation. But it's really about me, who eats far too much fried food. So I've been at a couple different Airbnb verbo situations where they put out the toaster reference. Like, this is what a one on this toaster will give you. This is a, what a two and so on. They give you, like, a little scale so you know how done your toast is going to be. I love the equivalent of that for turds next to the toilet and like is it this big that's fine gonna go right down this big flush then wipe flush that this big you gotta break it down with the plunger because <laughs> you know forewarned is forearmed yes. the more information you have going into a situation the better you can handle it if it's this large okay here's a map this is the yard go out back there's a nice little spot we won't tell anyone it goes into a hole we don't know where it goes we don't ask questions Pick it up, take it out back, give it a name, bury it, put a little grave marker over it, and then the house won't be haunted. And they'll get an awesome, like, patch of green grass there eventually, because it's fertilizer. So, no backup toilet paper, that is beyond the pale. Like, that's, that you can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not, that's not okay. It's a dick move. So, we when we first got there, we did a big shopping trip, and we didn't buy toilet paper because we didn't think we would need to. It just didn't cross our minds if they had also like put in the thing from the front uh, the front like hey by the way you're responsible for your own toilet paper at this place we ain't wiping we ain't paying for it like that would have been fine too we could have bought toilet paper so we were in the situation where we're like well what do we do do we make another store run we only have limited time and we're trying to decide what we're gonna do like well we can make it through another couple days and uh then we'll probably need something else anyway and we'll go buy toilet paper 
And so we go to the parks. And first off, we told all the kids, like, hey, um, while we're at Disney, poop. Because, you know, there's toilet paper here. And there's not back at our place. So, you know, you might as well poop while you're here. Let's all do it at the same time. We all did Splash Mountain. Now we're going to do Splash Down Mountain. So, and then, as we keep going, apparently what we told our kids sunk in more than we thought. Because the Saturday, so like two days into the trip... Uh, we went to a gator farm where that you could go, you could see the gators, and then they would take you out on one of those fan boats out on this lake and look for real alligators and all other kinds of uh, swamp life. It was amazing. It was probably my favorite part of the whole trip. Everyone had a great time. And so we did the boat trip. uh, We ate the lunch. And then uh, just out there watching the gators, and this dude comes out and, and... I instantly knew this is what I wanted to be when I grew up because he was just this dude, no sleeves, out there throwing fish at alligators and kicking them and telling stories the whole time. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to be you, sir. And I'm watching. And then my son comes up and he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, Dad, I solved the problem. What problem? And he points down and he has stuffed his pockets full of toilet paper. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to take it back to the house, and then we're going to be fine. You go get some. If we all fill up our pockets with toilet paper, you won't have to go buy any tonight. I was about to say, you're in the most magical part of uh, the magical land ever. Why don't you steal their toilet paper? It's probably better than anything you you could buy. Once again, you've never been to Disneyland. You don't know how... Or their bathrooms is the magic ends when you shut that stall door. They are the most piss poor bathrooms with piss poor toilet paper. It's not embroidered with Mickey Mouse's face on it. No, it's one ply public restroom crap. That's a damn shame. I'm gonna f- use that as a fight against my wife to actually go to Disney next year. <laughs> Have you heard of the toilet paper situation there? There's no magical kingdom. I like that in your mind, the toilet paper should be enchanted and talking like all the other inanimate objects in Bell and the Beast's castle. Okay, let's go on record. I do not want my toilet paper talking. I know where that's going. <laughs> it knows where it's going. It could give you advice. You could be like, hey, Rolly, what do you think of this turd? Do I need to, like, courtesy flush this? And it's like, no, I know how stressed you've been about this. It's definitely tightened your sphincter, and that's going to go right down, Jason. <laughs> Now, please put me out of my misery and put me up your bottle. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't know you had corn today. Whoa, that one sure is naughty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I did not expect that. No, I, I, I don't know what I thought the magical, jo- the magic of Disney would make the toilet paper, but I guess it would, it would feel like heaven on my butt. <laughs> Only way I can describe it. Okay. Follow-up question. What is heaven on your butt? That's a good question. So recently I've had uh, some tummy troubles, and that is like the opposite of heaven. Uh, uh, hell is is uh, fire and brimstone. So the opposite of that. It's like you got the angel on one shoulder, you got the devil on the other. This is what I'm feeling over here. This is what Disney's going to feel like. <laughs> I don't know what, but it's soft. It's comforting. Barely abrasive. Is it minty? Loving? No, not loving. That's probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rolly loved you. Like, Rolly was willing to do the ultimate thing for you, so... <laughs> I will make the ultimate sacrifice for your happiness. I will go there. Tell my story. 
<laughs> Tell them what I did. Tell my family. Your family's all under the sink here, Rolly. I don't yeah, know. your family's next. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I'm picturing myself now as uh, Pete from uh, as the Ghost of of uh, Christmas Future from the Christmas Carol with Mickey in it. He's got the red suit on. He's the devil, basically. Oh, you're not gonna like it where you're going. Oh, no! He he threw Scrooge into hell, not Mickey. I I get what the point of the story is. I'm just saying that's what I'm picturing as me being the evil person doing this to Rolly, the magical toilet paper. See, we've we've gone too far. We haven't gone far enough. Who are we casting to play Rolly? Because you've given him Mickey Mouse's voice, and I don't think that's appropriate. I think we we have two ends of the spectrum. It can be either be, of course, Patrick Walburton, because he does every voice of everything. <laughs> I mean, if it's Patrick Warburton, I have no problem with putting that between my cheeks. <laughs> That's heaven on your butt. The sultry tones of putty. You ready to do this, Rolly? Uh, hang on. Let me check. Puts on his goggles. I don't know why toilets, toilet paper has goggles on, but he puts on his goggles. Like, All right, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> That's totally different. That, that, I don't feel as bad for that one. He, he's, he's gung-ho. He is ready for this. Rolly is always ready to throw down. Yes. If that is my Rolly, then we are going into battle, dude. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Coincidentally, Emperor's New Groove is one of my favorite movies of all time. All because of his crunk. It's the absolute yes. best. And, and since this is the Disney episode, uh, I'm sure you've heard the uh, the plans to reskin Splash Mountain. Yes. Have you heard about all that? I did. Yeah. So lots of people were very up in arms, like, oh, you can't change it that's taking our childhood and other people are like uh no it's kind of racist and we don't want to do that and people were going back and forth and it was finally decided that they were going to retheme it after princess and the frog and here's my my take on this whole thing that was a poor choice of what to reskin it as because princess and the frog already has a strong influence at disneyland all the new orleans stuff is very like they're always playing i'm halfway there and all the it's very princess and the frog princess and the frog is very represented and that's great also there is a movie in the disney canon that literally involves falling off a waterfall on a log and that movie is the emperor's new groove they should reskin it as the emperor's new groove it would make sense in the story of the movie everyone would love it and it would show an underrepresented movie at Disneyland. You're welcome, America. I just solved you. You know, for a while, I was trying to think, like, has David Spade been canceled at some point recently? Like, is that why that movie is just completely <laughs> forgotten? Like, did they're just like, oh, we can't talk about that one because it's got David Spade in it. And I mean, he, he is a, a, a kind of perverted little guy, but I think that's just always who that's who he's always been. Like you can't cancel canceling somebody is like finding something new about them and like oh goodness can't ever have anything to do with that person again. It's like no 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 you knew what David Spade was when you cast him in this right movie. right and and he's the kind of pervert that it's like you know it's this is acceptable perversion this is an acceptable creepy guy. He's like okay yeah yeah it's you probably shouldn't say that about women but most women could beat you up so if they really had a problem with it they'd just punch you in the throat. I have a feeling in three months, this podcast is going to be unlistenable. <laughs> He's going to do something or something's <laughs> going to come out. It's going to be like, nope, can't talk about David Spade anymore. <laughs> or John Goodman. It'll be John Goodman. <laughs> He'll be the one that gets canceled. You take that back. It is not John Goodman. John Goodman is pure and innocent. He's a good man. The only bad thing he ever did was kill that frog. Yeah, it's literally in the name. <laughs> 
Uh, no, the reason no one ever talks about Emperor's New Groove is there's no princesses to merchandise. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's two guys basically having an adventure, and yeah. the it's a buddy cop. Yeah, movie. the only females are the mom and the the queen or whatever she is. Evil advisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it has a strong female villainous lead. Yes, but there's no. Uh, you can't make dolls about that in the princess line. David Spade is the princess of that movie. But it also seems like you know selling lo- like llamas are a huge thing right now. So it seems like selling the llama figure would be, you know, easy peasy. So I, I yes, this podcast has now become about our love for Emperor's New Groove, and that is fine. But yeah, it's I I've loved that since the first time I saw it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember it's even it's it's sweet. It's got that Disney magic of like you feel like at the you feel bad for him and you feel good about all the stuff that happens by the end for everybody. Cause even, even crawl gets something good out of it. He gets to teach squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Every it, it's, it's the perfect family movie and you should make it into a ride. Disney, you cowards. It's one of the best things you made in that period. That's the other thing is it came out during a Disney dark period where they, they were doing like treasure planet and uh, Atlantis and the movies that weren't so great. So, like, it, people kind of plump it in there in their mind. But it has a huge cult following. People are very loyal. The The millennial generation and the Gen Zers are, are firmly in the camp of Emperor's New Groove. Let, let's make this happen. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo. And Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Hey, 